Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Lady song from 7 to Y. As in, why did the Canadian government allow Nazis to knowingly live in its country after the war? But that's a discussion for later in the podcast. For now, I would like to welcome my co-host for the night. If you are here, say yoo-hoo. 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 I love you. Nice chocolate we've, drink. We've got Aaron, <laughs> Betsy, and Stefan with us tonight. <laughs> Tonight's song is Skinhead, and if you have never heard it before, here is a quick snippet. Skinhead, oh skinhead, skinhead with a hearing aid. Skinhead, oh skinhead, skinhead with a hearing aid. Skinhead, oh, skinhead. No, he's not a neo-Nazi. So, Aaron, any guess what, what era this comes from? I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking this is like the yellow tape era. Oh, yeah. Is it from the yellow tape? No, it's actually on Bare Naked Recess. Oh, okay. But yeah, I could tell this was an early one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was actually a live, a staple of their live shows from the early years before Gordon. Interesting. Uh, I'd never heard this before. And on the yeah. live from Danforth Hall CD, which was mm. a recording of them live from Danforth Hall in 1991, um, you you can only get it through their through their special the, through the uh, fan club. It's a ladies' room exclusive CD. Um, it's actually the first song they played that night. No kidding. That was their opener. Huh. Oh wow! <laughs> Nothing like kicking of off the crowd in a good mood, <laughs> you know? Because a little American history X always does really good for people. The first word out of their mouth is skinhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey Toronto, you want to know what we're really about? Here we go. There it is. Everybody, skinhead. The bold move. <laughs> Did you say a bald move? It's, chipper. it's a yeah. bald move. It's a bald no, move. that was a bald face lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got that one through on the skinnier too. Oh, oh, but I'm bad. <laughs> um, I guess let's take that road before us and discuss tonight's song. Um, Aaron, would you like to give us a break? I will give you. Um, Something uh, breakdown adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had literally ten hours of Zoom meetings today, so oh, was, uh... okay. Wait, wait. Let me let me give a guess. Torture. Let me let me guess. Yeah. Um. This is in the key of C. No. <laughs> oh man, I'm way off already. <laughs> Keep um, going. Keep going. It, it starts off uh, with a C sharp no. minor seven. <laughs> um. It goes to the F sharp. Yes. Um, and then it goes to an F sharp minor. No. I think um, Species could do this every week. It goes week. to an E. Yes. Uh, then a <laughs> C sharp minor seven. Uh, well, may, uh, okay. So I, I guess I, I, I mistook <laughs> some of your, uh, I, maybe you're doing some intermediate, intermediate chords. I, I'm staying on the basics. So maybe, yeah, I could have switched from like a minor to a, ma- a major to a minor at some point, or, and it was a seven. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, my, I think that this website just probably my, has it wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not <laughs> yeah. the key of, of C major. It's in the key of E major. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell you that uh, with certainty. 
Um, yeah, C major, A minor, F minor, E major. <laughs> and I'll put it all sure? together. Hey, Tracy, it would be very F-A. odd if it was in C major because it doesn't have C, a C in, in the song. It has a C sharp. Which is, I noticed that as I was yeah. looking through what they wrote. I mean, I'm like, what? maybe they're going oh. super jazz with it. <laughs> but uh, I, my pedestrian analysis. Voice is jazzy uh, as regular jazz. Yeah, yeah. This is super jazzy. It's like, it's in C major, but we don't play a C the whole time. It's, well, as they say about jazz, jazz is about this, the notes you don't play. So uh, maybe, that's, ah. maybe that's what they're going for. The silence no. is key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I play jazz all the time then. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> If you're, yeah, yeah, if you're next time you're uh, you want to make a music joke at a party, just uh, if you were if there's an awkward silence, you can say that was uh, that was my own arrangement of uh, 433 by John Cage, which is uh, literally just four minutes and 33 seconds of silence. <laughs> 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 so anyways, um, Skinhead was recorded about I'm going to say about 173 beats per minute. It goes it fluctuates pretty J.K. Simmons from from uh, Whiplash would, would be very displeased, we'll just say. Uh, it, it varies greatly, but I'm uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 170, 173, 174, 5, whatever, beats per minute. Uh, whatever. To taste, <laughs> al dente. Uh, it, it is in the key of E major, and uh, the chord changes for the what I'm going to call the refrain, because it starts off with the refrain rather than like a verse. You could call it a chorus, maybe I'll call it a refrain because it's kind of like a folksy <laughs> arrangement. Um, so the refrain is that where they hold back? <laughs> they do, they refrain from playing loud. Okay, they, they play it on the grandfather guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the chord changes are G sharp, F sharp, E, which would be literally three, two, one. It's like we're counting down three, two, one, over and over and over again. That's the verse, <laughs> or sorry, not the verse, the refrain. I'm still uh, laughing at myself. I'm sorry. I would call, hey, no, I, someone's got it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sorry, you, you know, you've given it to me worse than that. Past oh, I do. You, you earned that one. Uh, I did. The, the refrain, we'll, we'll call that our A section. The verse, uh, I suppose, the, the first one, uh, that would be like, uh, he just wants to keep me afraid that he can kill me with one swift kick to a special part of the brain. He just wants to keep me afraid that he can kill me with one swift kick to a special part of the brain. Skin up with a hearing aid. Uh, ironic and timely for me since I'm in the middle of a rewatch of The Walking Dead. Uh, but, oh, uh, nice. The verse goes A, uh, G sharp, C sharp, F sharp, B, E. And then back around to the verse. So that would be four, three, six, two, five, one. And that's a no joke. I'm not being facetious here. That is actually a very jazz influenced turnaround there at the end. Six, two, five, one. Very famous uh, jazz changes for, for a turnaround. And then the bridge, what I'm calling the bridge is there were times, there were times, uh, goes <laughs> A, E, F sharp, B. There were times, there were times when I was scared of walking home from school. There were times, there were times my body scowl at me and yell at me and show me the bottoms of his Doc Martens. Uh, so if we call the refrain or chorus our A section, the verse our B section, and the bridge our C section, the form would be refrain A, verse one B, refrain A, verse two B, bridge C, refrain A, verse three B, refrain A. So A, B, A, B, C, A, B, A, ab, ab, kaba. <laughs> it's uh, sort of folksy, not just in as much as it's like voice and acoustic guitar, but it also has that, again, that verse, refrain verse, refrain structure. It does have a bridge, but... I don't know. It feels kind of like a 
It feels kind of like an old, old, old-timey folk song. It just happens to be about skinheads, <laughs> which is not necessarily a traditional folk topic. <laughs> well, I mean... You know, I mean, yeah, certainly I mean, they are folks. as as folk uh, evolved with like Dylan, then maybe a little more, a little more tangential to that. But uh, yeah, folk folk was fairly political, you know, uh, as it evolved. But I'm talking about more like a traditional folk song, like "My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean." Not exactly a hot button political stuff. That one, right? <laughs> well, and and yeah, this is kind hot button political for them to to be well, doing so what year was this tracy um well i mean they were playing this pre-gordon so this is anywhere between 88 oh, and 80s. 92 yeah i mean so it's interesting right because in one way you would expect maybe because this is oh my god so that you're telling me this was a good 30 plus years ago right so yeah 30 plus years closer to the actual events of World War II, so maybe more controversial. But I think actually in today's environment, it would be more controversial, especially since it's like skinheads and neo-Nazis and all the well, uh, fun stuff that's happening around the world. And uh, at this time in Toronto, yeah. extremely controversial. Oh, what's going so on in Toronto? Was, Did I miss something? So at this time in, in Canada, so in Ontario, especially because that's the seat of government, mm. um, it, well, Ottawa, but in Ontario, the major three city, six cities, um, the one of the big things that was going on was in 1985, they actually started to, quote unquote, crack down on Nazis. Um, and they're about so, 40, 40 years too late, weren't they? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Canada is a great place with many great people. Uh-oh, you're qualified. But they have their flaws. You're qualified. <laughs> their federal police need to know how to ride a moose. Um, they have two political parties who are openly neo-Nazis and have been since the 70s. And they wow. allow Nazi war criminals to live in their country knowingly without prosecuting them. They are. Well, act, they were actually given a rating we, of an F two by by most okay. organizations now, because they do not prosecute war criminals. When I ask this, Tracy, know that I am not defending that particular action by the nation of Canada. <laughs> uh, more that I'm kind of throwing our my own country under the bus uh, because we did that uh, Operation Paperclip. Now I, that was this a yes. general like. Nazis welcome policy and they didn't need to be working on like a, a, a rocket program for them or what? This was, they actively knew they had over, I'm trying to pull up the actual article mm. right now um, that they had, I want to say 200 Nazis, Nazi war criminals living in their country. And in and they were just like did nothing about fine. it until 1985 when they started to, like oh we should hey, pass some you know, laws these about Nazis that. are starting to be um, troublemakers. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> now to give you an example, jeez Louise, they the since 2001 and when this article was written in 2008, they had only convicted three Nazi war criminals. Whereas the U.S. had well, convicted, 34. I was going to ask, did they like turn any over to the Hague or anything, or like, no, it's not a good look, Canada. They had only filed four cases, while the U.S. had filed thirty, <coughs> and they had not denaturalized anyone. 
at that point. Ooh, and they had yeah, some very, very well-known people in Canada, such as Joseph Mengele. Um, and also the most famous one was Helmut, Helmut Oberlander, who carried, killed over a million people under his command alone. And they, it took four times of attempting to strip him of his citizenship before they stripped him of it. And then because of, as I read more about him, as they went through it, it kept failing. And even just be, they did not. So in 2000 and 2021, he died. Oh, wow. Just that recently in Canada at wow. his home. He did not have a de- he had a deportation hearing set up. Oh. But he died at the age of 97 in his home in Waterloo, Ontario. Oh my god. No can still still free. <laughs> Waterloo. He lost his citizenship but was still free. Napoleon's biggest downfall. He was not the only oh, person <laughs> to to have <laughs> He was not the only person to have have lived through this. And like I said, 1985 is when they started passing Seven. laws to try to start convicting these people. So this was a hot button topic at this time. I just want to say damn you, Stefan, for making me laugh while Tracy's yeah, no. describing this horrifying stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I just, as soon as you said Napoleon, I started thinking about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny yeah i'm gonna cut all that and put it in after because i i was like i have to <laughs> make us seem more sensitive yes please tracy's like yeah there's just all, all kinds of war criminals just living their lives out we're like ah <laughs> napoleon yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <In> waterloo yeah <laughs> I will do that for your sake because it doesn't make you sound like horrible and psychopathic at all. So uh, let me get this straight here. Okay. So all these war criminals who you know killed up to a million people in one sitting, uh, they lived in Canada uh, for a long period of time, but they had an almost 100% all-out manhunt for Randy Quaid so uh, i mean yeah and they they harassed what's Ford going Dave on here Foley to the end of the earth yeah <laughs> well i guess randy clay didn't contribute to science at all <laughs> very much like argentina canada was known as mm, a, like safe a safe haven, haven. wow yeah. i didn't know that that's uh i'm disappointed canada um i i'm disappointed and i'm also very impressed that bnl was like you know what we're going to take this on with this happy jun- yeah i had no idea that they were actually like i'm glad that you explained that because i was kind of curious like why did they write a song like i know camper von beethoven did take the skinheads bowling and that was probably just them being silly but like it, it seemed kind of like a random thing for them to just be like let's make a song about skinheads <laughs> oh. i did not know i did not know about that dark chapter in canada's history it's uh it's and it still is like the mm. fact that they that that even in 2021 they weren't successful in sending this guy back to the Hague well, we, to be prosecuted. To, uh, send Elder the Apache out to Canada. Well, I mean, do they have problems with these people? <laughs> do they try killing Nazis? Or do they try? Uh, oh, being so ca- 
harmful to others while here, or would you consider them rehabilitated? I would say they probably kept their their nose clean, but at the same time, like I had mentioned before, there are two, at least that I counted, specifically Nazi political parties in government in Canada at this time. Are you talking about like out and out like they are calling themselves Nazis or like they they declare that they are Nazis. They declare they are white supremacists. Wow. They changed the name of their party only because it it suited them. But it was like the National Socialist Party. Of course they did. Is one of them. People are free to their opinions. I thought it was not C, like N-O-T-S-E-E. Like, you will not see us on the ballot. I mean, I wouldn't... Do they have, like, actual, like, federal seats? Or is this mostly just, like, a regional thing? Holy shit. No, they have... Holy shit. Yeah. And one of them ran for the governor... The Sorry, the mayor of Toronto... In the last run, in the last like, election, shouldn't Christ Raiders me. of the Lost Ark be like required viewing before you vote? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's it is like I thought that that it was mostly a like a, a more of an American type thing huh. to have this, but no, wow. it, like, yeah, we, Canada we, has a very there, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. You saw the elections in Italy. Not to get into a not to make this yes. a, a political podcast, but it's just yeah, there's a lot of. Things that I, I would perceive as disturbing uh, going on in a lot yeah, of places, never unfortunately. Mm-hmm. didn't see the uh, Italian elections, but I'd imagine that um, uh, a socialist party uh, in government would put an interesting um, uh, twist on whatever bill might be presented for the people. Okay, let me just. I mean, ask. so so this guy looks like a relatable oh, and, and guy that you oh. want to follow, no, right? <laughs> like, because oh. <I>, <laughs> he created the National Social Christian Party. No, <laughs> no. Based on the fact that you, I can see your screen and it says right wing fascist party, I'm going to say no, right. Tracy. It doesn't look like someone but, that I would vote for. <laughs> But even if oh, I man, just showed eyes. you the picture, I know nah, he looks, he I looks crazy. Think... Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Glad this is not a yeah. visual. Anyways, uh, yeah, he, you know, he looks like Howard Hughes, like when he was like keeping his own urine in jars and walking. <laughs> his uh, his political slogan unhinged. is probably vote for me or die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Very all much. those options. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. As I read more about this this week, I got more and more upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, Me like too. reading about reading about Don Andrews, whose father died in the war fighting Nazis, fighting against the Nazis, and then himself becomes a Nazi. I'm just like, how? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, and he's the one that created the he created the Nationalist Party of Canada, which is another one of those. And and tried he was convicted of trying to conspire to bomb the Israeli soccer team. Maybe Nazis are evangelistic. <laughs> come on, knock on my door. <laughs> Got a pamphlet for you. Like they knock on your door, like, do you have a moment to talk about Adolf Hitler? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? That guy brings up some valid points. I'm converting. 
Mazel tov. I hated them already. I hate them even more if they solicited me. <laughs> no, no solicitors and no Nazis, please. So here are the organizations that are known in Canada. One is called the New Constitution Party of Canada. Oh. Which is a white supremacist associated anti-Semitic and self-described anti-Marxist group based in Toronto. Hmm. There's the Nationalist Party of Canada, there, which is an unregistered political party established in 1977. Oh. There's the Heritage Front, which is a neo-Nazi organization. The Heretic Front? What? Heritage Front. Oh, okay. I was so close. And then there's the Church of the Creator. <laughs> which, I mean... I, uh, Church I'm of the Creator. A little, little redundant, but... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, I I had thought, I did not know that, that it was that big of a problem in Canada, to be honest. Interesting. Well, is it, it well, you're saying it as a problem. Is it a problem? I mean, Canada's well known for being very friendly to people. Yeah, but then there's batteries. I mean, <laughs> like, they stab you. Sorry, eh? Yeah. <laughs> sorry about the Nazis, eh? <laughs> sorry about the Let's go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> oh, oh we're all going to hell Probably, yeah. <laughs> can i be one of the demons that beats the nazis <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not gonna be I'll in the same room as the nazis i mean no. canada is still one of those countries that has the highest amount of firearms per capita and the lowest crime based off of firearms well, even best case scenario, because there's offshoots of Nazis that are quote unquote nonviolent. <laughs> Peacenik Nazis. I guess. But even the best of the Nazis, like why? What's 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 the decision process? Like whose bright idea was that to say, yeah, doors open to Canada, guys, come on in. I don't uh... <laughs> Well, and, and like I was then reading up on on the most well-known nazis that are currently in jail and i was like in, in canada and the more i read about them the more disgusted i became with humanity so i had to stop yeah, yeah it's, it's I, a had, real... I had a stopping point yeah. too it's, yeah it's I, I don't like humans as well <laughs> i mean we like uh, luckily this song is very lighthearted, right and, and has fun with this topic but it is not a funny topic it is not a fun topic no. to to really discuss i i don't want to spend too much time on it more than what we already well, have but at, at least they kept the lyrics simple <laughs> yeah they, they they only said skinhead a couple of times i know once or twice <laughs> i did count 41 they say that if Not you hear 42. something uh seven times you'll remember it better huh. <laughs> oh i guess i'll we'll remember this, this what seven times better six six and a half times better <laughs> And, and I'm surprised they didn't get by, sued by Stevie Wonder because th- put it, putting his song in the middle no, that of the um, song. Was that Stevie Wonder or was that... Um, uh, Wait, what? Oh. Uh, Did you not oh. catch that at the end? Neo-Nazi skinheads! <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, on um, the wall. Lionel Richie. It's Lionel Richie, <laughs> okay. isn't it? I was going to say, no. Commodores? Isn't she wonderful? It's, it's oh, yeah, oh yeah. never mind. Stevie wonderful. Stevie wonderful. Skinhead with a razor blade. Skinhead, oh skinhead. Is it just a harmless costume? Yep. 
Yeah. No, that went totally over my head. I can't believe that. Yep, they did just two lines of it in the in at the very end when they're repeating. Oh uh, yeah, and <laughs> says it in the background, which I'm oh, like, that's... why? <laughs> well, <laughs> what is the point? Sometimes, so, so I'll tell you. Uh, um, Maybe because he's bald like a well, baby. So, sometimes things just fit well together, and something sticks in your head. So there was a song. I can't remember what song it was now. It was like a jazz ballad that I was doing with my uh, my vocal jazz choir. Yes, I'm a nerd. Vocal jazz choir in high school. <laughs> and um, I recognized it was like the same changes, the same groove, pretty much the same tempo as um, si- was Simon Zealot, is it, from uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh, so my I started going, what's the buzz? Oh, yeah. What's the buzz? And soon everyone was doing it, and our music teacher got really pissed off. But like later we started doing it in a concert. He was like, ah, but then like he's like, all right, please roll with it. But everyone Still loved it. So we were vindicated. Jazz is all oh, about that's amazing. Yeah. Sometimes you just get something like that and you're like, I haven't tested out. <laughs> so usually though the songs don't involve neo-Nazis. So yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we talk about this song um a little bit? Like uh getting back to the music, I I love hearing Andy on the bongos in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. That would have been Andy. That's that's old old yeah. school. I think the music was great. Like the, the instruments and everything. I mean it's, it's and hearing them shout in harmony. It's really good, yeah. Skin it. <laughs> uh, that's not music. That's I was singing. <laughs> Talking about the instruments. Thank you for the clarification, Stefan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those <laughs> Who are skilled Apologies with musical to vocalists stuff. who are apparently <laughs> not musicians. Yeah. yeah I'm, I've got like Stephen's music dropping degree. Some, yeah, Stefan's dropping some judgments here. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think about brass players, Stefan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're full of hot Don't air. Don't get me started on the brass section. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those jerks. They're bright, but sometimes they're dull. Oh, you're hitting the hornet's nest now, pal. <laughs> Yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon.
No, I love music with horns and stuff. So, oh yeah, musical yeah. horns and stuff. M- That's musical what we're horns missing. and we're stuff. Horns. horns. Yeah, this, this like should have been, been a Scott song. Oh yes. <laughs> do 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 Like the refreshments could take it over. Ooh yeah, like real big. Fish. <laughs> the refreshments. Oh yeah, you gotta listen uh, to uh-huh. them. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they weren't I was thinking Real Big Fish's uh, cover of that song. That's a good, uh. good song. Um, but no, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's very simple. It's basically guitar, voice, and bongos. Was there anything else in there? <laughs> bongos. No, I think that's... I, but I, I like how they... So, one of the things that they do with this song that you don't hear often, like, they they, they play around with it. Yeah. So, like, the first time you have just him, Steve singing it, but then the second time yeah, you get, you get little, Ed jumping in with the, the little the interjection, the skinhead, yeah. skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> um and and the very jazzy with the way they're doing it and mixing it up each yeah. time and then like at the end of the verse chorus at the beginning like you hear this ding like he's playing it <laughs> yeah. a, a different way on the guitar to get it to make this little mm-hmm. weird off note yeah um no it's just... like and they change their cadence like with the way they sing in skinhead they're not like they're they're doing the F- frank sinatra thing where they're not going to sing well, that's, the same yeah every time and that's gonna... again mm-hmm. that's all pulling from a jazz tradition you know that's very yeah. bing crosby like you say uh, sinatra like uh, a lot of jazz it's just like improvisation in the even in the melody to a certain extent like rushing so, and dragging or going behind or, or ahead. you're saying bing crosby is a neo-nazis that's he wasn't. A, he wow. wasn't. A, he wasn't a great dude. He did like I think he beat his son, and that's not good. So, well, that, yeah, yeah, you know, that's warranted. You gotta do that. You know, <laughs> keep but I'm not lost. saying that makes him a Nazi, but like he's not. That's he good wasn't parenting. a great guy. Good parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't mean like he beat him an egg. I mean like never mind. <laughs> but he was hungry. He <laughs> Grab yourself an egg and beat it. <laughs> um, I, what, let's talk a little bit about the lyrics. Well, before we do, I think we can transition. Okay. I would be remiss if I did not mention They Might Be Giants has a song called Your Racist oh. Friend. Oh this God. is where the party ends. I just sit here wondering how you stand by your racist Which is about going to a party and f- seeing an acquaintance, and an acquaintance introduces you to one of their friends, and they end up to be a terrible, horrible racist. And uh, it's it's it actually it like yeah they they do a great job. It's a great it's a great song. It actually does manage to be kind of funny, and uh, yeah, it's it's similar similar topic. So go look, listen oh. to that one. If you haven't didn't Avenue Q also have a similar song? I think that, yeah, everyone's a little bit <laughs> yeah. racist. Yeah, <laughs> you're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. I guess we're both a little bit racist. Admitting it is not an easy thing to do. But I guess it's true. Between me and you, I think everyone's a little bit racist. Sometimes. Doesn't mean we go around committing hate crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite about skinheads and neo-Nazis, but... (laughs) it's been good having you on our final episode, folks. So thanks so much for sticking with us for our journey here. Can't wait to get canceled. It was a good run. <laughs> oh, Tracy, I hope we don't lose our sponsors from this. 
<laughs> we just From lost all of them somehow. All <laughs> Even the ones that weren't sponsoring us said nope. I was going to say, was Alex Jones going to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a business. He's, he's, a, he's a journalist. Right Wall now. hair clippers. I don't think he's in a he's in a place to sponsor anyone. He needs a sponsor. Doc Martens. <laughs> yeah, Alex <laughs> Jones. We know you listen. Doc Martens. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Levi's stay pressed jeans. Uh, <laughs> you don't yeah, have a chain on your good, wallet? Well, we good, can hook you up. Good transition. Yeah, what's <laughs> good transition to the lyrics of the Doctor Martens? Ta-da. <laughs> Alex Jones, we know you listen. Oh, yeah. Please come on the show. Oh my God. So we can be you. Oh my God. Yeah, man. Now I have to Google Alex Jones. God damn. No, don't, don't do that. Don't no. do that. Well, I get yourself. shut down. Will the police come? <laughs> you do not want to know what's going to start yeah, showing that, up on your feet. That is okay. a yeah, that is a rabbit hole that will be okay. difficult to climb. Yeah, out no, of. I already went down the Nazi rabbit hole. I don't. I think I'm. I've had my. You had your rabbit right. Oh, right. Jojo Rabbit is great, day. but don't go down the Nazi rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> I'll heed your advice. I, I couldn't watch that whole thing. Stretch all. Armstrong. <laughs> I watched a good chunk of Jojo Rabbit, but I just couldn't finish it. <laughs> um, speaking of, of Jojo Rabbit, let's get back to this <laughs> song. Say, where were we anyway? Skinheads. <laughs> I've lost my place. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's repetitive, but I think that's part of the fun of it is it's like they're trying to get people to kind of sing yeah. along yeah. with them. And it could be programmatic. Like yeah. no matter how many times we point out that we have skinheads, they're not doing anything about it. They're just letting them go free. <laughs> yeah. But he's not a neo-Nazi. Yes, you know. <laughs> ah, okay. Right. So, okay. Now he we're getting into the meat and potatoes. Okay. So this, this is actually, I think, and this is really weird to me. I think this is more relatable today than it was when they wrote it because we have a lot of people online who are like i'm not a nazi i'm a white nationalist or i'm not a nazi mm-hmm. i'm a national socialist well, we know what that means you don't have to be coy just say it yeah <laughs> just call yourself what you are mm-hmm. you're not a white nationalist. you may as well embrace it have a backbone uh, a rose by any other name a putrid rotting rose by any other name <laughs> would smell as awful <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious when they have a tattoo of the swastika. Right, on, right. You know, well, like... it, well, okay. So again, not to be political, but you've seen some pictures of certain rallies, and they're like, "We're not Nazis," and there's people holding swastika flags. And you're like, "Well, you're marching with them, so maybe analyze your beliefs. Take a good look at yourself." <laughs> Might want to talk to that guy right there. It's really too bad about the swastika as well, because the swastika has been around for thousands of years. Yeah, before Nazis. it was Native American, but. Well, yeah, but yeah, it, that is, that is true. You know, like, yeah, it, so, it's kind of sucks for, it, for like, the meant, cultures that use that yeah. as, as a positive symbol. Yeah. And now it's unfortunately marred forever because of yeah. uh, hate. More like the yin yang because it, it, it's a symbol of a lot of balance and a yeah. lot of, um, yeah. you know, equality as well. So this it's really too bad that they use that as their, their main symbol. I, I don't yeah. know what made them think of that. I mean, who's like, hey, let's use this thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know. But, you know, I, I think about what do people think about when they make certain decisions? So why take that particular symbol instead of doing something else on their own? You know, well, they had a lot of iconography like they had that. Was it the albatross or whatever? They had like the SS. They had a lot. They had the yeah. lightning or whatever. So like they definitely 
they stole a lot from other cultures. They, they, they took a lot of things. They basically said, this looks cool. Let's use this. Uh, there's actually, I haven't, um, there's been a lot of like papers written on like the iconography and the, uh, like the aesthetic of the Nazis, because they were very good at like drawing people in and seeming attractive and seeming like, yeah, you know, trying and, and most importantly, yeah, a and lot most importantly at that time, Hitler was elected. seeming strong. So, you know, like the most important thing for them at that time was seeming strong. Right. A lot of yeah. their iconography right. was based off from very strong pictures. As a matter of fact, when when you watch video of Hitler, like he like he always used most hand motions and stances yeah. that were very he projected. Strong. Yeah, exactly, vitality and strength. Yeah, because at that time <laughs> Germany was very falling weak apart yeah. because of World War One. Right. He, like, he would they, always use his fist, were... and if my German is correct, he was always going to say, "When I do rock paper scissors, I always use rock." <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's what, what he. I, I think exactly yeah. what he was saying. Yeah. He was daring, yeah. daring the allies to throw paper. You won't do it. You won't do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no rock and paper D. No rock and weak. D. I use a rock. <laughs> Nine rock and sea. Sorry, I use a rock. <laughs> Ironically, he did use a rock, but that's a whole other. Thing. It wasn't a rock, Tracy. Oh, it was a rock so lobster. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. The whole, okay, so wait a minute. Let's back up a second with the whole the uh, appearing strong thing and mm, everything. Yeah. And how it's uh, contrasted in the lyrics, the whole walking stick and hearing aid and things yeah. like that. That's pretty yeah. clever. Yeah. Is he well, talking about an older skinhead? Like somebody who was like, you know, is like too old know. to be doing this crying crap, you know? Unless there's like a walking stick and they want to like beat somebody with Maybe, it. Maybe, like, but they have know. a hearing aid too. Maybe they yeah. just went to too many rallies where they showed Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too many <laughs> rock concerts. Too much death well, metal. But like, um, no, uh, I think me, that there's a really good point. It reminds me it reminds me a lot of that book that book by Stephen King slash yeah, um, Richard at, Bachman. At people. At people. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that the whole time I listened to this actually. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's on that same vein of like literally these Nazis, these Nazi war criminals that had come to Canada that were living there and hiding there, um, trying to live out their life and mm. and feel guilt free about what they had done because they had been forced to do it um and hopefully people can hear the sarcasm in my voice mm. as i say that and i'm not prescribing to that um but yeah these people who don't prescribe to any doctrines but these did these horrible horrible things um and then as as steven says just two cent two two lines later then why does he keep shouting racist comments at my yeah. sister's boyfriend yeah mm -hmm. actions speak louder than words right Mm -hmm. Here, have some vitamins. You might get sick. <laughs> I, I thought that I, was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like these these wonderful. So, oh yeah. Lines. So I wanted to comment to Betsy's point, which is amazing. Yeah, it totally fits in with the idea of like this weak, frail person. Now you could make an argument that I think it's probably true, not just of Nazis, but of a lot of like hate groups and people like that. Like, they're they're it comes from a place of insecurity and fear. Mm -hmm. So they're really weak. Mm -hmm. And, and bullies in general. I mean, it, not to, I think just to call Nazis bullies trivializes that a bit, but, but that's the same kind of mentality. It's the same mindset. It's just on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's, right. it's very much like, you know, bullies are actually terrified and that's mm -hmm. why they do what they do. They try and become the monster. So they don't fear the monster, which is like at pupil, like, what like anger is a cover emotion for fear. I, I feel exactly. a lot of people yeah. who have certain, um, 
things that happen to themselves in their lives uh, and have certain characteristics, they usually choose careers um, that allow them to, um, you know, they choose specific careers, you know, like um, uh, police or whatnot. Uh, Oftentimes they, uh, they have had something traumatic happen in their lives. Uh, whether they've been bullied or have been bullied themselves, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, yeah, a position of power um, allows them to feel good about themselves, you know, and that's not necessarily healthy. Uh, because I mean, that's how you get shootings and whatnot, and then uh, they're the hand of the government and stuff like that. It's not necessarily good. And going back to that thought, like they they say it in the song, like he wants to keep me afraid that he can kill me one one swift kick to this right. very special part of the brain. Like these are threats that you could tell. Like Stephen said that he, that this was written as a you know as a person that's afraid to walk down their own street in their own neighborhood yeah. in fear of this person, and that is something that that's not something that you would just be afraid of. That's something someone yelled to you from their porch in order to make you afraid of them. Yeah. Well, according to the anthology, it says it's it's a story of an old man terrorizing the neighbor. And then it kind of goes on and compares. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. It's just an old skinhead, old Mm neo-Nazi. So, you know what, you know what I bet you. So this, this is based on like a real occurrence. I bet you this is this is basically their way of like taking the piss out of that, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. Which that's what you do, and that's this is like kind of like almost like um, like the producers, right? Like like Mel Brooks, mm-hmm. like just <laughs> completely lampooning the Nazis. It takes their power away, you know. So mm-hmm. right, yeah. I I I especially like where it comes back to later on, like. <clears throat> These people who say that they're not the these people who who are like, well, I I'm not this this horrible horrible person, but then he later on he's like, if you keep on yelling immigrant go home, then you're not just saving money on a hair <laughs> moose and combs, you're you're obviously a Nazi. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> stop <laughs> stop denying who you are. If you have these philosophies, own up to it. You are a disgusting human being. Mm-hmm. If it looks like a Nazi and quacks like a Nazi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a Nazi. It must be a duck. A witch! <laughs> a witch! Yeah. How can we tell if he's a Nazi? Build a bridge out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the wonderful part of this song is that they are just like it's that wonderful canadian sarcasm <laughs> and, and w- that dry humor of like we're going to like you said aaron take the piss out of this person and but at the same time like point out just what a horrible human being they are i just feel bad for doc martin i mean it's like, i know he's an innocent it's uh, a good you know, shoe <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Nazis. that it has the origins in England, the whole neo-Nazi part or the Nazi party. Yeah. Huh. That, what? Yeah. That's what I was when I was, well, it was Wikipedia, but um, yeah, I guess it originated in England, which again, like with Canada is pretty disappointing. <laughs> um, well, still part of Commonwealth. But as a response to, yeah. you know, quote unquote foreigners coming to their land. 
And it was like a working oh. class effort to interesting right, how, uh, right the ship. Okay, interesting because England was a, a major contributor to the slave trade. Mm. Huh. So how about going to other people's countries? Oh, India. <laughs> Yep. Oh, the Caribbean. Well, the other oh, thing that's really terrible no to think about is m- many countries, many countries, the U.S. included, were not taking Jewish refugees during World War II. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how horrible did they yep. be like, well, we'll take the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Well, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the we'll put the Japanese people in concentration camp. I'm uh, sorry. Confinement camps. camps? Yeah, yep. Internment <laughs> camps. But we... But we won't. We'll let the Nazis in. Yeah, like, yeah, that's pretty messed up. I mean, look at von Braun. He he ended up heading up NASA. And look at mm-hmm. uh, Einstein and uh, among mm-hmm. others. I mean, they weren't Nazis. Einstein wasn't a Nazi, was but von Braun was definitely a Nazi. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. You know, yeah. von Braun was. Yeah, von Braun was. But he, you know, he gave America its power for the most part. Because I mean, having rocketry and stuff like that really put. America on, um, on a military advantage. And then uh, mm-hmm. if he's heading up NASA and the space program, I mean, that if you've got warheads in space and whatnot, mm-hmm. then that's kind of extreme. And I, I, the, whole, the whole Nazi thing is sad in and of itself. But looking back, 2020 hindsight, not to that song, <laughs> um, you know, so many amazing scientists came out of Germany because of what uh, because of what was happening with the the Nazi parties, and ran away. The reason that Hitler came to power was because Germany was suffering so badly from what happened after World War One. Had they held out a little longer, had they not collapsed and and given in to the Nazism. They would have had like all these people that were doing fundamental research and having major changes to the world would have been located in Germany. Germany would have been a major area of the world that people were looking up to in 10 more years time. Um, I I see Germany after World War Two, and they're still a very, very creative people. Mm-hmm. Uh, their ingenuity the is yeah. off. Yeah, the work ethic, everything is. Uh, it's just amazing. Um, so one of the things well. I have to, yeah, that I have to respect about them is they teach it in school. They they say this is what happened to us. We cannot revert yep. back to this. We mm. cannot do this again they don't shy away from it and, and try to avoid the mm-hmm. fact that this happened as part of their history. They, they take hold of it and not as a sense of honor, but as a, we have to grow from this. Mm-hmm. Good teaching point. I mean, you have to mm-hmm. think that it's most of the higher ups in the Nazi party. They were the ones coordinating everything. It's like a lot of the people underneath, like the junior Nazis and whatnot, they're kids. I mean, that's their society. That is either, you know, you're either Jewish and you go into a camp or you join this um, young Nazi party and you partake in that. That's just there wasn't a choice. Mm-hmm. And they they did a lot of that stuff and without having to really have much say themselves, uh, especially on the lower end of of the rankings. Mm-hmm. 
So, and uh, there was a number of occasions during the war where the Germans just refused to fight and uh, the Americans refused to fight. In fact, I think it was one time during Christmas that they actually had a ceasefire um, and they, they, they just, you know, wanted to celebrate that time and mm-hmm. um, just interesting, interesting stories. Yeah. To fight. Yeah. Cause they're like, this isn't, but what can you do? Either you're, you're shot by people who are behind you um, for, for not fighting or you're shot from people in front of you for fighting. So, right. you know, the, the results were, were not beneficial. <laughs> right. So might as well take a chance, you know, with the people in front. Yeah. Wow, that turned dark. You know, I, yeah, I mean, it's like not every single person who was uh, German and fighting in that war were were bad people. Um, so I mean, a a lot of them were just there to fight. They didn't know what was going on. They thought it was for a greater purpose. They, you know, the propaganda was so effective uh, that who knows what they were, you know, really, really trying to do. Um, hmm. That I, I would like to see the. Uh, the benefit, uh, or try to look at the find the good in some of those people first. You know, find the humanity that they're they're humans as well. Um, before saying that they're all bad and they're all they're all evil, whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, because it probably messed them up, kind of like <laughs> Vietnam for a lot of right. our our people. You had to go. Well, you just and, had to go, and you had to do studies. some horrific things. The Milgram studies was one of the things that really latched me into enjoying psychology in a weird, dark way. Um, and that the one it, where they told them they were shocking someone, but they actually weren't. Yeah. Oh, because I just it, heard about this on Hidden Brain. Yeah. Because yeah. what it came from, it, it, first of all, it's the it is the premier study that actually after that caused people to actually set up ethical rules around mm. scientific study because it it, it royally de- like destroyed people's mental health. Isn't that the one that uh, but they, they went the up by like fifteen volts each t- each time? Or yeah, something? they had an actor screaming, I, so they sounded I, I like they were literally just heard someone. about this. Yeah. Oh man. This, yeah. And then they were so so Ugh. the yeah just Not- for people who don't know this study um. <laughs> They, they were set up, people were set up in front of a board, knowing that this person that they had been, that they had met out in the waiting room was on the other end, um, in another room being hedged up with electrodes. And they were told that they would be paid at the end of the study if they did as they were told to do. Um, and they were told that they had to follow through. This is in the interest of science. Now, these people weren't were not told that it was a must. Mm. They were just told that they had to do this for the interest of science. They weren't they weren't um, insulted or or put down or or anything other than just the person strongly yeah. said you have to do this. Um, and so they're they getting were, paid. They were to increase and get paid a little bit because mm. um, the the idea was that you had to give an answer. You asked a question. The other person answered. If they answered wrong then you would increase the voltage and if they would hear screaming but most importantly if they had no response 
they were still told. Now, the problem was where it got really messed up. By the way, no, the people on the other end, there was no one hitched up to yeah, any electric. They had an actor screaming to pretend like they were shocking someone. They showed that on Ghostbusters. But uh, similar, one, yeah. similar. Uh, but he was really shocking someone. <laughs> now, on the other end, though, the rule was that if they stopped answering after three seconds, they had to take that as a no answer. Hmm. And they had to increase the voltage and shock them again. People were so incredibly, they were so incredibly upset by the fact that they did what they did next, which was most of them actually followed through with shocking the person. Now, here's the scary part. Milgram started this study to prove that German people were morally corrupt. So he did this with the idea of we're going to do it in America and we're going to do it in Germany to prove that there's something wrong with German people. And that's why they did what they did in World War Two uh-huh. was because they are morally corrupt. And so therefore, that's why they followed orders. They're, they're just morally weak people. Huh. However, he only did it in America. And after seeing the results in America, did not need to replicate it because so I think I want to say the numbers were somewhere around 80% of people continued to shock the person after they had so-called passed out anyways. Oh, wow. Wow. Gotta love America. And it, he then replicated it in other places like Britain and stuff like that. But basically... Human beings, if they are told to do something and they are told to do something by someone they consider to be an authority, authority, will follow authority. Wow. No matter where they come from. That's why I don't do well in jobs. I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) some of us don't like authority anyways. Some of us might fit that 20%. I I would not do it just immediately to be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, I'm out. I'm a middle child. What can I say? (laughs) Like I said, some of these people needed years, and I'm not kidding, years of psychotherapy to help them after this. That that tells you something about yourself that you probably didn't want to know. That's like the the mirror gate in the never-ending story, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I can understand that being pretty traumatic, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I cannot believe I did this. Oh my gosh, I did not think I was capable of that. Mm. Well, yeah. hopefully they told them at the end it was. They did, but it still was like, well, yeah. I know I would have done it because they they thought it was real. So it's like, yeah. well, I I think it's fascinating that uh, the results were so negative here in the United States that they're like, maybe we shouldn't bring <laughs> yeah. this to Germany because uh, this is maybe. showing that we're pretty freaking bad. But what's interesting is that <laughs> wow, because it's like post World War Two. Because they okay. taught, like, their education program was really, really, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They really took responsibility, and, and they, they taught people, like, this was a horrible thing. It's our fault. We can't blame it on anything else. So, right. so interestingly enough, there's definitely a bit, a bit more, like, anti-authoritarian uh, sentiment in Germany than in a lot of other places. Where they understand where, where they where they but like, I mean even places like so like in Japan they didn't really do that they didn't really teach them hey we're responsible for this and that's why you see you start to see the yeah. far right kind of rising up again in Japan and they're pushing to try and get out of the whole be able to raise a standing army again instead of just the self defense force and everything so not not nearly as much if that is happening in Germany although it is happening a little bit it's happening all over the world unfortunately right now but um, yeah just you, certainly especially the the, the 
first couple generations after World War II, it was very much like, and so education has a lot to do with it, I think. And, and um, not to get soapboxy, but I, I have always thought that we should have like ethics classes, you know, like in, in high school and stuff like that. Like we have classes like moral philosophy that you can take in college, but I kind of think we could start younger. We, uh, yeah. I and mean, there should be <laughs> mandatory, start younger. right? It should be mandatory. <laughs> right. and, like, kind of the, like there Around used to be like 15, civic, you don't have 14, civics 15. classes. Yeah. We used to have civics classes that it's kind of rolled into social studies, but I feel like ethics should be like taught, you know, I mean, Aristotle, Plato, Socrates mm-hmm. all taught ethics. I think it's important. Just, yeah. And I think that they should teach the Milgram study. Like this is a part of human, human beings. This think, is how our psychology works. Think above that. Because once you're aware of that, once you are aware of that, you can fight that, but you need to be aware that that part of you exists, that that ability to to succumb to authority exists yeah and that it's important to lean back on what is moral what is just on the flip side anybody uh, if you did have an ethics class anybody who's teaching those sorts of classes could inflict any uh any viewpoint any will on uh people you know what i mean because you're essentially teaching you're essentially teaching people how to think and how to you mean you have an ethical person teaching it well but uh, assume, you know, presumably <laughs> well, there would be like an approved curriculum i wouldn't, the same, I wouldn't have the one in the u.s for math and it, science than anything else i wouldn't trust mm-hmm. anybody in the u.s to to head up that program I know, it's interesting. <laughs> fuck you too <laughs> <laughs> no it's an interesting point uh but i mean i you know i think it's still obviously it's a it's a parent's responsibility to instill ethics but i think also part of the problem is that we know that hatred like that gets passed down from generation to generation mm. um racism is taught you know bigotry is taught yep. um so i don't know you know i don't Even know what fear. the solution is but i do think that society at large our society doesn't really discuss ethics you know mm-hmm. except like the only time it ever really comes up is when someone's on trial and uh, i feel like we should be more proactive in the way we think about I mean, things like that yeah i mean I've been learning a lot about uh, not, not only the difference is uh, the differences between uh, a man's kind of point of view um, and a woman's point of view, um, but associating like fear, women have to be a lot more cautious when going out and going to the cars, doing simple things that men oftentimes take advantage of and don't think anything of. So the, the differences in mindset even varies not only from race to race, but also from uh, from gender to gender, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, a matter of caution and protect uh, protection and um, self uh, self defense in a way. Uh, there is just differences. There's a lot of differences, even even that, and that will range from person to person. Well, and I think that She-Hulk put it really well with with the way that they portrayed it like in the first episode that you know she's dealing with she's dealing with becoming a hulk and ironically bruce banner smart hulk is mansplaining um about about how to manage anger and she's like what are you talking about i I'm doing fine because I've had to manage anger my whole entire life or people wouldn't respect who I was. They would undermine who I am and and minimize it because I was a woman. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, it speaks to what you said earlier about how the genesis of the song was in maybe someone actually getting, you know, yelled at, being threatened. Um, it, again, not to be soapboxy, but like I've had I've had conversations with people who say like white privilege isn't a thing. But the thing is, you're if you're white, you probably have never had to deal with something <laughs> like that. And you might not consider that quote unquote a privilege, but certainly if you compare yourself to someone who does run the risk of getting threatened or worse, uh, because because of the way they look, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. Anyways, this got really deep, really I'm fast. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not cracking some more jokes. Stefan, Stefan, we need you to make people. a joke. Uh, yeah. okay. We need you to make a joke, Stefan. All right. A three-legged dog walked into the bar and last, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. No. <laughs> Go for it. He doesn't uh, Yeah. Um, so I do have a trouble with Tracy with this song. Oh well, yeah, so what's the trouble with Tracy. <laughs> my my trouble is that we never got a real recording of this song, nah. like fully yeah. decked out, fully like well, you so expected a fully decked out skinhead song. <laughs> I would have loved okay. it. Good for you. I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, would. I can. Th- I think. I think that uh, Stefan and I are going to be on different ends of the rating scale today. So, uh, <laughs> let, let, why don't we put some ratings to this? Um, how many? Know, how many Duck Martins? Yes, I was going to suggest that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Or razor blades um, or something. I, but yeah, Duck Martins. Some <laughs> people might hate this song, but some people are going to make this think that the song makes them say like these thing, these wonderful things are the things we'll remember all through our lives. <laughs> So, like, let's see where you guys land on this. Um, yeah, let's do a Doc Martens. Like, maybe, maybe then we'll give, maybe Doc Martens will give us a, a sponsorship. Today's episode um, is brought to you by Barbasol, the best shave you can get. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Stefan, since you gave us that, why don't you start yeah, us you off? Well, yeah, that's this. <laughs> BNL is unique. They really are neat. Uh, you know, they'll have like a nice jazzy kind of uh, music going in the back. You're like, oh, this is, that sounds good. All right. Yeah. Skinheads, skinheads. What? you know or like, I'm in the car. I'm trying to get laid. You know, it's like, what? What are you trying to talk about? It's like, they'll, they'll put like all kinds of the weirdest Apologies stuff. from your car floor. <laughs> yeah, I know, with, with your great you know great music in the background so i'm always torn because uh, i don't whoever plays the instruments in this band is just like they're just awesome <laughs> it's like there's a complete disconnect and they're like yeah we're going to have a song this is how it's going to go so they start playing the music it's like ah this is cool and the people are playing the instruments they're just like jamming away and like whoever's singing they're like ah i don't know you i don't even know what they're saying you know, <laughs> they're just jamming away, doing their own thing, um, which is kind of fun in a way. Uh, I just love the picture you just painted because, Stefan, in my mind, I'm seeing Jim just sitting there, like, yeah. playing away or <laughs> Eddie sitting there yeah. and playing away. I'm and then all of a sudden, they start paying attention yeah. and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <Yeah>. what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Rocking on the bongos and it's like... <laughs> I'm, you know, stand up basing it to death. All right. Or whatever it's called. Well, it's like just rocking. Just rocking. 
But, you know, Steven up front could be singing anything. (laughs) I'm slapping the bass and you're talking about getting slapped by a skinhead. What? (laughs) I know. So uh, BNL really tears me in two Uh, because on one side, it's just the music is so good. The the uh, the um, I don't even know what what to call them. People who perform with instruments. Musicians, Musicians, whatever is uh, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they're so good. They're just really talented individuals, and they make great music. They've got a wide variety of different genres underneath their belt. They can just pull anything from their bum, and it's just great, you know. <laughs> the and then, bums. yeah, I love Stephen singing. Uh, the subject matter, I just don't get it sometimes, but that's okay. So. Do I rank it based on the music or? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I think, I think the music's good, but it's like, it just didn't do it for me lyrically. (laughs) I can see where they're coming from. But uh, so I'm going to say 2.5 Doc Martens, I think. Just above average because the music's great, but the song as a whole lyrics are half of it so there you go i don't know what i'm saying uh let's go with betsy betsy how many dark martins do you give this song well it is not on my playlist so it's not going to be a four or higher <laughs> surprisingly i wouldn't want this coming on at work um well, you'd have a little explaining to do with hr yeah, sorry i would just love to see that like this followed up by dentist yeah. while you're while you're working. just be yeah. like look, look look listen to the lyrics read the lyrics there's context yeah context yeah. uh i think i can explain uh, oh, hold on i gotta drill that cavity the whole thing you gotta take it in yeah um i yeah i love the jazzy feel of it I, you know the lyrics are really clever but and you know they make you know they made me do a lot of research <laughs> on some terminology. Um, so I, <laughs> you know, whenever I can learn something, that's always a plus. But um, yeah, I, uh, I. We didn't even discuss the research that you did. You oh, did so God. much research this week. <laughs> and my brain is jello from the rabbit holes. <laughs> but um, so I give it a three point five. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, and since we didn't get to your research, I apologize. No, I mean, you did more than I did, I think. (laughs) So (laughs) I didn't do any. Did you see any skinheads at Hannaford? Uh, no, no. Uh, I did pick up a rutabaga, and that's the closest thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, real quick, fun, fun anecdote. Once when I was a kid, uh, I went to the barber, and I wanted to get, like, a cool, like, like a punk kind of cut. So I was trying to get him to, like, shave one side of my head and, like, flop the hair over it or whatever. Oh, my. Um, but, like, my mom saw what I was doing, and she's like, no! And she, like, freaked <laughs> out. So she had him shave my entire head. Oh, no. So, like, I'm like, that's okay, great. So better. 
The two ways people at school are going to interpret this is I'm a neo-Nazi skinhead or I have lice. Neither of which is true. So I was like, no, I'm a Buddhist monk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And they probably believe that. I think I was like sixth grade. Oh, that was devastating. Uh, I did unrepairable damage with my clippers. (laughs) (laughs) This was the only option. (laughs) We hit past the point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron, yes. how about you? Stefan's to the left of me. Betsy's to the right. Here I am stuck in the middle. With um, it's funny because I was leaning towards more of the 2.5. You know me. I'm an audio snob. I don't like those janky recordings. I know it's early and it's a nice piece of nostalgic history. Blah, 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 blah. But I, I, I need it to sound nice. I'm an audio snob. I went to school for it. I paid thousands of dollars. Please let me have this. So, yeah, <laughs> not, you know, I was like, yeah, but but I was like, but it's bouncy and fun. It's kind of jazzy. Uh, and especially I, I was kind of going for like a 2.5. But then after we had this conversation, I didn't know there was like a legit Nazi problem in Canada. And that's like yeah. really the thing that they I didn't know that either. took the time to shine a light on that, which is cool. So, I mean, I came to appreciate it a little more. So I think I'm almost pretty much exactly right in the middle uh, between uh, Betsy and Stefan. I'm going to say three Doc Martens. So you, you'll have one, <laughs> nice. of, one of one of your feet will be not covered or, or you'll have. Well, it's for your covered. walking stick. It could oh, be oh, yeah. walking stick. It's like, it's like the riddle. <laughs> you got to lay it up real tight. Walks on four legs, <laughs> That's right. and then two, and then three. Two, then, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Mm, I like that. It like comes that. out of nowhere. It just Evolution delivers. <laughs> well i guess i'll give my thoughts oh yeah you're the only one left please do i mean I'm the only we, one left. you're thinking someone else tracy yeah gotcha <laughs> sorry i i was kicked i was kicked in the medulla abangada i'm like Is that why you're so just, ornery i'm just ornery <laughs> it's not because of all my teeth <laughs> They didn't kick you in the right part of the head, then. <laughs> yeah. no, just the part that made him ornery. Hey, you know, they're skinheads. They're not medical like, professionals. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would think they would be. I don't think they took an AMP class in school. <laughs> well, they definitely didn't take ethics class. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I love this song. I really do. Um, I, I wish that we had a I knew full... you would recording of it but like it is so sarcastic it is so like it's boppy it's fun it's it is going after people that deserve to be gone after i think um wow it is actually on my playlist like obviously like for for well i mean (laughs) what you need to understand about social workers and therapists (laughs) is we have a very dark sense of humor um it's the only way that we deal with all the stuff we hear on a daily basis um so yeah we're we're dark people um (laughs) (laughs) i only wear black and really dark gray (laughs) blue on occasion (laughs) for the bright yellow bath for that's for ceremony only (laughs) those are my light periods (laughs) so put on the pad come on (laughs) he has one of those too i mean he stays out for hours while he's patrolling but anyways (laughs) um, 
<laughs> hey, you, you, I mean, you gotta Sorry. figure he's standing up there on the on the Sorry, everyone on the, the edge of the buildings. Like that's gotta get hard after a I while. Know, right? Um. So I'm gonna get back to the discussion point though. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry I really enjoy this there. song. I'm gonna give it four. Four Doc Martins. Four Doc uh, Martins. Okay. Okay. Um, so the because it's so hard to find this song, I think that's going to be the appearance for the week is just like, here are some different places that you can go out and listen to this song. Um, I, I do recommend it. It's if you listen to one recording of the song, you've already heard the other one because they sing it exactly the same in mm-hmm. both times that they, re- they do it. Um, although I would recommend the, the hello city live from Toronto version. Um, just because the audio is a little bit better than the bare naked recess one, because <laughs> there were problems with that tape at, and, and the recording process anyways. Um, and so it, it, it's hard. You could tell that they were, they recorded it in a basement. Um, did they ever so record would... hello city in uh, Halifax? Yes, they did. Huh? <laughs> did they go hello and Halifax instead of hello city? <laughs> <laughs> then they ran like the Dickens. <laughs> Matter of fact, they jumped on they jumped on a sleigh and and they rode it. <laughs> oh, I think right that's the, the transition. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did nice. you guys get the hints from this week's songs? Uh, it's, Did I pay um, attention to the next one? No, not yet. Well, there's Skinhead, and then what's after it? K S K I. Um, uh, I don't know. Could it be? Oh, Halloween's coming. So oh, it's yeah, is it um, a spooky song? It's S L A Y R I D, right? Sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Ah, you slay me, Stefan. Nicely done. That was very slick. I love that. That was very well done, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, next week. <laughs> next week is yeah. Slay Ride. Play, Every time. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I look, I look <laughs> I forward to this. Wow, there's silence after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much this is a Halloween song. Songs. And we're so unenthused. <laughs> Freeze frame. Freeze frame. <laughs> Executive producer. That's where we get Aaron's laughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, thank you for joining us this week. Play right. <laughs> Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget, no regrets, except maybe one. What was last week's song? Oh, what was last week's song? Uh, the, well, no, it was, I, it was, was it Sign Me Up or was that the, well, it was like the half. That was the one we skipped. That was the only opportunity I had <laughs> to go to the Freiburg um, Fair. So I had to, I had to go. Why don't you sign me up? Have <laughs> a, uh, Silver Bowl. Silver Bowl. Yeah, well, you know, I can't blame him on that one either. <laughs> What's the Silver Although, Bowl? The Silver Bowl was better received than, than I think I, I anticipated we would as a group. Oh, Silver Ball. That's yeah. what those people dancing in the video and uh, about pinball. 
Is that the one? Yep. Silver ball. Yep. With the silver ball. <laughs> it's yeah. pinball time for the ladies. No, no, no. <laughs> ring a ling. <laughs> Hear them win. <laughs> Put on the cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with hear them sing, but okay. (laughs) Wow. He's starting off already far. (laughs) I didn't say anything. He's starting off hard, huh? Oh. (laughs) It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.